Hello everyone and welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast. After debating our hotly contested Game of the Year picks earlier this week, we have come back to chat about all the other games that deserve some love from 2023. Featuring lots of impassioned speeches, some rudeness, and most importantly, what Dave's watched on TV. Enjoy! Hello everybody, welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where this week we are creating our very own companion episode to another piece of content on the channel. We're so clever, we're so cunning. And Dave, this was your name for it. Yes. Not our game of the year. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking about all our not game of the years. That is because we have created a lovely little talking head Tuesday checklist style video where we all break down our favourite game of the year and why it's our favourite game of the year on PlayStation Access, which you can check out, but we will go over them here as well. I think you should check it out, though. Please check it out. Yeah. It's a companion. We made it lovely for you. It's great. Fresh. So you want to know our games of the year? Yeah, in lovely talking head format. Yeah. (laughs) None of this nonsense goes on there. You could guess. You could guess now and then go and check if you're right. Yeah, so uh, there you go. I, will, I won't say it until we get to the section, but we've we've named our games of the year. And this is our podcast to talk about all the other things that we loved this year that were amazing, that didn't fit our three to five minute time slot of talking <laughs> <laughs> in the other video, uh, which I had to get cut down from loads. because Everyone had to be cut down. Oh, yeah, really? so okay. much to talk about this year. Rosie turned to me and was like, you talk too much about these games. I'm cutting them. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I know we had we had the time limit. And I it's did all say, right, Rosie. You can say it. I said I'm really. <laughs> I said I'm really sorry. I had to cut because you she didn't. spoke. She said I'm. T- I'm cutting this. I'm making it. I'll take, no, I said it I'm really sorry because you speak so passionately about these. These what we're going to talk about today. I'm presuming. Yeah, she said I hate you and I want to hear you less. Is what she said. Rosie's very different in the office to what people think. Yeah. You know? Cameras cut. Yeah. And she's just like mean. Just exactly. like, and she spoke too much. Dave, your waffle's straight. getting cut. Yeah. <laughs> Sick of hearing it. On and on and on and on and on. Boulder Skate 3 this, Boulder Skate 3 that. You repeated yourself Shut up. Shut up. Two minutes is what you can have. I appreciate it's this podcast as well, let me tell you. I have such a keen eye on your guys talking. But yeah, right. So if you haven't guessed I in the Games of the Year and I said I was saving it till we spoke about it, I lied. So guess now because I'm about to do some names inspired by <gasps> our games of the year so mine as rob has uh, has kindly has kindly oh, give, already, yeah. given some, <laughs> already given me some 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 of this about is bashdur's gate three <laughs> bashdur's look i'm working with what i got I this like, isn't I one that it. i can find this just has I'm to slot in glad that you put the name ash into yes the i was just same thing not the other word <laughs> and I wouldn't have put it past her either so no. the I, thought will have occurred <laughs> I made a very nice name for a nice podcast <laughs> right Rose, uh, Rosie yes yours is the classic Resident Evil 4 Resident Evil 4 yep. it's, just, it's just too good yeah. not to be that I think that's why she picked it as a game of the year yeah, like, just for the I, I predicted this was all going to happen yeah. Yeah. I uh, bet I know what Dave's is going to be well, yeah can I guess yeah you can Tear Dave. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I kind of hoped it wasn't just because I'd be surprised, but I mean, Tear Dave, it's right there. Yeah. It's, oh, I don't know where else I could have put it. Dave down. Dear down. 
Don't know. It was terrible. You'd have to have done some research, I think, into the lore of the game. You know, maybe a tool. For, it's like, it's not worth it. No, Te- it's just Te- the Dave title. Works. Just the title. Oh, you're only doing titles. If it was Cable, it would have been Kibba Dave. Kibba Dave. The only thing I know about that game is it's it was Cable. Cable in it. I was excited. Yeah. yeah. And there's a dog. Which could be called Dave. There, it could be Dave Just the dog. Dave the dog. That's your name. <laughs> for this Thank you. <laughs> God. <laughs> and Rob, I went with something actually a little bit different from the name. I know I've already said out to be the name for you guys, but for Rob, I, I wanted to cook up something special. Okay. So I went with Pete Rob Parker. <laughs> God oh, I love that you Peter Pearson's right there and you thought no <laughs> Pete Rob you're like there's a tar in unfortunately Peter. my name just goes horribly into all other words it does it's yeah. not very it's not very punnable I just no. love how grobby it is yeah. Grob- yeah my paternal grandfather was called Peter Pearson Ooh. oh there you go. Well, that's why I you were going to say Pete Rob. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't called Pete Rob. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So, to give you a little preview of what we're going to be talking about in this episode, we're going to have a main feature, which is our favourite games from 2023. I was going to say and beyond then, because it just it comes naturally. <laughs> when you YouTube title in, it's and beyond. Yeah. But no, just from 2023. We're then going to move on to comments of the week, which are community highlights from the hashtag Pod Squad. Pod Squad. Oh, that was lovely, everyone. Quiet. That was very, Pod Squad. very like on point. We're just, well trained. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Dave the dog trained well. <laughs> then we've got before we go just some coverage outside of gaming to prove we are real life flesh people. Definitely flesh. <laughs> <laughs> For audio listeners, Ash just gently topped, uh, tapped Rob on the head. Uh, my fleshy scalp. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Rob. First, before all of that, though, we've got to ask the question. Join in, guys. What's, What's new? All right. What is new? That's the question. I'm about to answer it with some recent game releases. Now, first up, it's Rob in the hot seat, the grob seat. (laughs) (laughs) I like to keep my seats grobby. (laughs) Uh, Because The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria came out on the 5th of December. It did. Yes. And we're recording this really in advance as usual. So this is our little preview of what Rob will think. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. I saw it at Gamescom. Yeah. So I have seen it being played and I really liked the approach to this. Like, it's not like a a big ambitious game. Like, they've they've focused on what they want to do and that is like a sort of like a crafting survival game set in Moria and you play as the dwarves and it's sort of like the perfect setting for this kind of game Mm. and I really like Moria anyway it's one of my favourite locations probably actually my favourite location from the whole film trilogy like I love that that whole that whole section is just so brilliant Uh, and obviously you get to explore it a bit more in the Rings of Power as well which I found very exciting Uh, and so getting to explore it in game form uh, in these sort of procedurally generated uh, rooms inside Moria as you sort of mine your way through as the dwarves and, you know, you, you get to find Balin's tomb and the, the bridge of Hazardoom uh, and all of these cool bits. So, yes, as a big Lord of the Rings and particularly as a big Moria fan, yes. I am really looking forward to <gasps> digging in Ooh. to the game. Also, Morobia. Mor- 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 Doesn't quite fit. Mor- <laughs> Mor- <laughs> <laughs> 
The minds of Moriob. Yeah, Moriob. Lord of the Grobs, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think this looks really exciting. I'm I am looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing you play it and just enjoy yourself and be like hee hee. I'm it's a dwarf. co-op too. A mine. So I think it will be great. It will be such a good fun yes game for us to play as a group. Like it's uh, it, 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 I was with Rob when he saw it. So uh, this yeah. is how I can also. I am Dave. I am speak now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think like co-op. It looked really really good fun. And I I I don't think this is unusual in games, especially games about uh, you know based on IP that exists. But like. The I don't know what you thought, Rob, but I thought the devs were just they were such massive Tolkien fans. Rob thought, hmm, I don't know. It was I, I, I dropped a few questions that I'd laid down as like yes. traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it's like, I'm not going to explain what I mean by this question, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah just yeah. answered it like straight off, like, oh, they probably know more about this than they I do. Properly know, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're all of the rings. Really good. I can just imagine you going there. So is it? Uh, are you exploring Moria or are you exploring Casa Doom? Yeah. <laughs> just seeing what they say and they're like hmm I like they, to think that when you left them you like did the, the silent nod of like <laughs> yes they saw, they showed us some really cool stuff they said that so you, how have you approached the ancient city of Dwaradelf like uh, <laughs> yeah. here in the game oh, well sorry, let me you tell you, you. <laughs> <laughs> they showed us some like really cool stuff they said that that uh, you can delve too deep um, that's what I asked at the end yeah. can you delve too greedily and too deep yeah and they were like Yes, you can. <laughs> Which made me very I have no excited. idea what you're talking about. Well, you should know what you've we're seen talking. the you've fellowship. Seen that first, yeah, you've yeah. Seen you know what happens when they delve too greedily and too deep? What they awaken the darkness of Hazard Doom. Oh, is that the shadow? The, is that flame? Yeah, that's the big the, the big thing that goes like. Oh my like, god! Rah! Move us along, Ash. So <laughs> I'm in do, pain. What's it doing? Really? <laughs> it goes like. Rah! Ah, yes, that's, so that's right. It, through the corridor, that's right, the call with all the pillars of, a, of the Balrog. What? No, oh, I was going to say, what would you name it? The Balrog. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Rosie, what would you name the beast if you don't know the name of it? But so, okay, you know what it's called. But what would you name it? Uh, oh. I think she just did. Big, <laughs> the big, uh... the big thing in the pillar room. Okay, <laughs> the pillar room. <laughs> I am right there. The ancient those... dwarven city of Dwarven. <laughs> <laughs> but come but on, it emerges from the shadows in a room filled with pillars, right? It's I don't so, think he runs yes. out like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm me. coming. Did you hear something? Did you drop something? Did someone put something down that well? Right. Also out recently is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which came out on the 7th of December, um, which I went to see and play previously. Mm. And I had a nice time. Good for you. Yes, I know. We were all very jealous of that trip. It sounded great. It was good. Uh, Oh, my God. The, like, buffet they put out was amazing. It was, like, proper fancy catering. Like, things had, like, walnuts and jus on them. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Also, like, I had a salad salad that was made up out of, like, oranges. That's crazy, isn't it? Little orange segments. Yeah. yeah. But, like, other stuff Is this the the same thing with the walnuts as well? Was it a walled off salad? There was some nuts. There was some oranges. There was some pomegranates. There was some cheese. Cheese and orange. I was like, what the? I've I've never... I've had a similar salad. It's It's wild. It's very good. Yeah. 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 Old me would have gone, oh, no, thank you. That's too rich for my blood. New me. Yeah. I mean, me right now. Yeah. I was like... I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. But what about the game? 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you asked because there's lots of food in that as well because you can do your own cooking. Um, my favourite part of this, which I think I've spoken about on loads of things, um, oh my God, like the Avatar Frontiers of Pandora people made like a little video of all the creators that went there and our impressions. And it's just me being like, I really like the harvest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you grab an egg off a tree. It's not an egg. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big fruity vegetable thing. That's like aubergines. <laughs> It's like, I love the egg fruit. <laughs> Rosie's enjoying this too much. <laughs> I just picked you to sing, picking out of everything in the game, this big open world game. You're just like, I really like picking the eggs out of the trees. Yeah. Like, honestly, because you have to like, you have to like, uh, like time it and, and do perfect pull and so you get the, the best little mini fruit. Game. Yeah. I love a little mini game. Love a little ripe fruit and then you get to cook it into a, into a dish and then eat it. I was going to say stew but it could be any sort of dish. Yeah. Um, and then you can eat it and get benefits from it. Also there's loads of other stuff about like Pandora and uh, the Oddy game. Interesting, interesting. But you get to harvest loads of things <laughs> and you get to, like really explore Pandora and pick loads of little flowers. And I stuff. do like cooking in video games in RPGs. Yeah. Uh, I, I do enjoy it when a game has really thought about how it's cooking mechanics. Final Fantasy yeah. 15? 15 is pretty good. Although that's mainly just visually yeah. really appealing. Like yeah. a, the most beautiful plates of food you'll see in a video game. Yeah. But I also really like it when you're forced to actually think about what ingredients you're using and how many things you want to cook. And yeah. I like I it when games lot. don't tell you the recipes. Oh. And you have to guess. Yes. Yeah. Put it together. Okay. And sometimes you favorite. can cook up an absolute monstrosity of a meal. Yeah. Yes. And it, it gives you a, a debuff rather than a, a buff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking more about cooking mechanics in one of my games Ooh, later on. Oh, that's oh. exciting. So uh, look forward to that. Yeah. Okay, I am. I'm excited. When does Avatar come out? Seventh of December. Seventh of December. Oh, has it has come out in the past now? Yeah. But to us here right now, yes. it hasn't come out yet because I'm really looking forward to it. We did a video on it. Well, I spoke to you about your experience of playing it, and yes. you really sold me on it. So, um, definitely watch that for more info as well. Yeah, it's that a world. Says I'm, straight down the camera. It's a world I'm really interested in, and um, I think that just you were talking about the the verticality of it sounded mm. amazing. It sounded like it looks gorgeous. And it's I a ready-made kind of... world for video games, isn't it? I yeah. think yeah. Mm. Pandora just straight off, straight off the shelf. It looks beautiful <laughs> and oh, it's huge. Yeah, that one. I would like to explore yeah. it definitely. Yeah. definitely. They've got like loads of different biomes which do different things as well. I think you would really like like the open plains one. I don't know why there's loads of other interesting ones, but there's one that's just open plains full of like big beasts and all the wind has like blown everything sideways. Um, it just looks really cool. I that would be your one. And then there's one that's full of secrets, which would also be your one. Um, <laughs> All of them. Yeah. And there's one that's full of beautiful king law weavers and gorgeous wildlife, which would also be your one. Uh, I think Rob would just really so like it's it. Rob, yeah, Pandora. Yeah. Pandora. Yeah. Yes. Hey, <laughs> that, that, that works. There you go. Yeah, oh, you like that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've also had out on the 6th of December the access controller as well, the PlayStation yes. access controller. So yeah. that has just released. We've got a wonderful chat with Colo, a creator who is really passionate about accessibility on the channel. And she spoke about it in great detail and just gave loads of really great answers about how it's uh, helped her and has the potential to help the wider um, community that have different accessibility needs as well. So yes, definitely check that out. I'm just like redirecting to all our content at the moment. Yeah, but I it, thought it that, is good. I really loved that video. I thought it was, it was, I felt, um, I don't know, a little bit ignorant almost of just how important mm. things like this are and how much uh, 
I take for granted my accessibility to games and yeah. what a wonderful thing the access controller is to open up gaming to lots of people with different needs and how it isn't just the controller, but, you know, like you said about the packaging and mm. things, like every aspect of it has yeah. been thought of for people with different needs. It's just like a fantastic thing and hearing someone so passionate about it mm. and knowing what a difference it will make to their life and their experiences is like a really wonderful thing. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it, it's it's touching you know what I mean like it was just really it was really lovely to speak to her and like that ignorance that you say like I, I felt like that the amount of things that she went into detail on about the how the loops work for opening up and how nothing's in fiddly little plastic bits that you have to open up yeah. about budgeting care time for people to set things up for you yeah. or <clears throat> um, you know attach your controllers and everything and basically get these things done that that becomes less of a requirement for, for certain groups yeah. and it's just just really nice yeah really nice. that's great yeah, it was very much like about community as well and, and being connected to the gaming community. We had a great chat about Mass Effect and who we romance in Mass Effect <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Another person who's romanced someone in Mass Effect yeah, was great. Liara was Colo's choice. Okay. So, you know. It's a yeah. good choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I spent a, spend a good amount of time with Liara, yeah. 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 Liara's like... Nothing. You know, it's like programmed to just, you know, be lovely and love you. Yeah. So I don't understand how you didn't even manage to, to... Me neither, Ash. Me neither. What did you do to Liara? I just spoke to her loads and was really nice and, you know, great. It was just a great guy. Yeah. I think you should do a video on a tutorial on how to get through Mass Effect without how romancing anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I would. What well, I don't know how you've done it. I really don't. No, neither do I. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I'm too busy watching everybody's romance <laughs> sessions <laughs> elsewhere. Right. We've also got coming up in upcoming releases yeah. on the 14th of December. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2. Oh. 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 Everybody Why? It's not joy. October. All of those games should be contained within. We've got 30 days, 31 days of the year where you're allowed to release a horror game and that's it we've had we've just done this okay good I'm glad we all agree so, it's Christmas now <laughs> should be nice warm fluffy things it is Christmas now and I deserve I, a little Christmas present <laughs> I actually think and this is my hot take that Christmas is a great time for horror I really enjoy a Christmas ghost story yes There's something oh. about Christmas just it's feels spooky. right it's like it's like nice cosy Warm candlelight by the fire horror. Mm, yeah, it is. Well, it's but kind of Five like Scrooge when it's not. That, I, yeah. I, admit, no. <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of like Scrooge when you know he gets visited by the Marley Brothers. Yeah, yeah. like that sort of vibe of ooh, the ghosts of Christmas Marley. Yeah, Marley. Yeah. Our hearts were painted black. <laughs> I love that song. That's me and you, Marley and Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Two ghosts going. <laughs> But yeah, that's coming out. So it's more mini games in VR, baby. PSVR 2, David's favourite machinery. <laughs> I do love the I'm PSVR 2. So it's making me I like sing. it when it's used for good rather than evil. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you play this. I'm excited to play it. I really liked Help Wanted, the first one, and it really made me jump. And what if you play it and I can just be there? I'll just be, I will be like a lovely, safe friend helping you out. I'm not allowed to play horror games on the channel. You are. We, we have love to make it. you play them. No, we don't. That's the deal. No. That's the deal. No, Ironically, Ash, you get every bit as scared as Dave does. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. difference is you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hee hee. Yeah. I'm on a really I did really enjoy the last time you played it, though, Dave. That was yeah. one of my favourite you streams ever. Yeah. Thanks. It was really good. It was so funny. Good. That was when I first joined the channel. Then. I'd known you, known you two weeks and was like, Come on. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yes, and you had a Five Nights at Freddy's mask. 
to surprise me with. That was my dad. <laughs> yeah, he bought it. I don't think he realised it was a five, five Nights at Freddy's like inspired mask and he just wears it to scare people. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see where I get it from? father like daughter, yeah. Mm. But yeah, this is more mini games in VR um, that are based around security breach. And I think Pizza Simulator as well, Pizzeria Simulator from the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. So the things in the trailer that were called out were customer service, technical support, safety and security, game testing, test driving rides and glamour and fashion. I'm so excited. What could to- be scary about glamour and fashion? And it's going to be fine. Put some like paint on the animatronics and do their eyeshadow. <laughs> so they look like proper glam rockers for security <laughs> breach as well. So yeah, I'm excited for that at least. Which that's good. It's good. It is good. Yeah, it's good. I'm happy. I'm for happy you. for you. Yeah. I'm gonna make everybody play it. Also. <laughs> you don't. You guys don't get off lightly because Rob. I know you're uh, afraid too. Yeah, I yeah, I was. I'm always game. I'm he's always game. To play it down. I know this he's, he, to play he's it down. learned from he's your learned mistakes. From he volunteered yeah, yeah. to get eaten by the Resi Eight baby. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, did. yeah that was just weird. But that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what it was yeah. like. Yeah, like out of morbid curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because it's feet first, and you see it all happen. Like, yeah. I actually oh, never played. It's the, horrible that thing. I actually never never played the first Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted in VR. I played it in fat mode. I should play. Wow. So well, now's my time. There's the stream. Yeah. We'll see. All day. <laughs> All day Ash plays VR Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. yeah. I got the platinum though. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. That's enough of that. That's enough. I've had enough of talking about what's new. I want to talk about what's old, what's happening this year. So let's move on to that. It's not our game of the year 2023 time, everybody. (laughs) Very catchy title. Well done, Dave. I'm actually really excited to talk about these games. You have hyped us up about that there's cooking, that you're excited. Like, I'm interested to hear what Yeah, we've got to hear what what your story is. Well, I've got a a number of games that are not my game of the year. Me too. Yeah. That could very well have been my game of the year. And in fact, I thought many times that one of these would be my game of the year until my actual game of the year came oh, out. Oh, I know what it is. Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, what is it? It's Sea of Stars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's sea the cooking. of yeah. Stars is absolutely amazing. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere this game dropped. Uh, in a year of incredible JRPGs, and the other two I want to talk about are Octopath Traveler 2, which came out very early in the year, which was every bit as fantastic as I hoped it would be. Mm. Incredible music, wonderful stories, Visually, one of the most beautiful things you will ever see, how it mixes that retro-inspired character art with these beautiful three-dimensional backgrounds. Like, you can't really do... You've got to just watch this game. If you've not seen it move yet, it Mm. looks incredible. Um, Wonderful battle system as well. Then Final Fantasy XVI came out, obviously Mm -hmm. the big-hitting blockbuster JRPG uh, with its real-time battle system and its questionable voice acting um but i i'm joking obviously brilliant voice acting (laughs) somebody clip this Uh, that's going straight to him i am of course joking (laughs) wonderful voice acting and and ben star deserves uh, his award that he got uh maybe another award too um but yeah, what a game that was. And Rob means the one that he handmade and gave to. Yeah. <laughs> My best friend award. My best friend award this year. Uh, but yeah, an amazing game, Final Fantasy 16, full of, I think if I had to pick a, a best bit of 2023, because um, I often think that there are bits in games mm. that don't get the shout out they deserve because 
for whatever reason, the game they're in isn't classed as like, oh, game of the year. But the Titan fight in Final Fantasy 16, ah! if I had to pick a bit, best bit of 2023, it's the Titan fight in Final yeah. Fantasy 16 because it was outrageous. Mm. The amount of times it shifts genre mid-fight. Mm. The music is incredible. Uh, and I just... You know, it's, I was actually open-mouthed, like literally open-mouthed in that fight. And by the end of it, it was just laughing. I mm. couldn't believe what was happening on the screen in front of me. It's just so spectacular. But my my official not game of the year 2023 is Sea of Stars because it just, it's such a love letter to classic JRPGs and it just does everything right. And where it needs to be modern and updated, it is. Like the the combat is, is not... Um, there aren't random battles, so that sort of old frustration of trying to explore somewhere and, oh, I've been pulled into a battle, you don't get that. The the fighting system, whilst it is turn-based, is very uh, instantly gratifying and immediate and requires some kind of dexterity as well. There's It's based around correctly timing button prompts to do additional damage and to shield yourself. Mm. Uh, it's quite a challenging battle system as well, which I really enjoy. Uh, but the, the whole thing of it is so imaginative Um it absolutely nails what makes a retro JRPG good. It absolutely digs into all those things about old school JRPGs that people like, whilst also making it feel like a game from 2023. It feels like a modern video game. It just does everything perfectly. Had no idea about it before it came out and just was absolutely blown away the entire time. Still not finished it because I'm keep on playing the mini game within Sea of Stars, which is called Wheels, where you just have, it's like, it's really hard to describe, but it's like a, you have two like chess pieces almost, and they each have different abilities and you've got to defeat the opposition's chess pieces and there's like a defensive wall and all these different bits and pieces. It's wonderful, very addictive, but the cooking in it is brilliant. <laughs> I really love the cooking in Sea of Stars. Why is the cooking, so, what's the... What's its thing? It's What's your favourite dish? It's very simple. It's very simple. So as you're exploring the world, you'll pick up ingredients mm -hmm. uh, and then you can set up a campfire. And that's always been one of my favourite mechanics in JRPGs is when you get to set up the campfire and your characters have a little talk and you get to talk about the adventure so far and stories from elsewhere in the world. And one of your characters is doing like press-ups. Uh, I just, it's all great. I, I love the campfires and you can go cooking at the campfires and there's a certain amount of food you can hold in your knapsack at any one time. So you have to strategically decide what meals you want mm -hmm. in your knapsack and some restore your magic points, some restore your hit points. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very simple system, but so satisfying when you hold down X, when you've got enough ingredients and you get the little sound effect of the cooking happening and like a little dish just springs into oh. existence. I just, I absolutely love it. I love foraging for food, mm. planning what I'm going to be eating and cooking <laughs> it up at a campfire. There's just something very wholesome about it. That, that little bit of downtime you get where you're not having to think about a battle. You're just like, ah, oh, just going to enjoy a little bit of time with my characters around the fire, telling stories and eating delicious food. I like to imagine in Sea of Stars you have eaten plantain and really enjoyed it. I'm just, I don't know why that really reminded there's me no, of you. Like, there's no plantain that I've discovered so far, no, unfortunately. Well, that's true it's of like, the UK as well. Robert. It is. Yeah. You can't eat <laughs> plantain in the UK. It's like, you know, it's potato salad and you can go fishing. There's a fishing mini game oh, in it oh, yeah. and you that's can cook you like. your own fish. Oh, Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. 
not his game of the year 2023 yeah. Yeah. though not yeah. my game of the year 2023 Sea of Stars oh I'm yeah. glad you really enjoyed it though I remember that coming out and everyone being like this is one for us oh, so and that you've enjoyed it and mm-hmm. just kind of like been going back to it as well to play wheels it just I'm back nice. it's my game right now so like oh, everything else has come out this year yeah I've finished all the other games. Now it's just me and Sea of Stars and I've got to get it done before Final Fantasy Rebirth comes out because Mm. my whole world will stop when that happens. (laughs) I actually edited the store video that had Sea of Stars in, which is very unusual. And it it piqued my interest massively, which I think is a big thing because I'm not a... Uh, JRPG player really I do like some t- turn based stuff but I it, there was something about it I don't know I was just watching the trailers reading the script for the, to, for the video and I was, there was just something about it that made me think I really want to play this and I was really sad that I couldn't and then I found out that it was actually on PlayStation Plus uh, definitely on the premium tier mm. which is the one I have maybe on <laughs> okay. another tier as well <laughs> show off um <laughs> So I can play it. I haven't played it yet, but I'm really excited to. I'm going to give it a go. It's really good. You'd like it, Dave. It's a really beautiful mix between exploration, some really nice puzzle solving as well. Mm. Uh, It's just, it's always giving you something interesting to do, something satisfying to do. Yeah. Really, really good. I mean, I remember being super excited for it because it's the same developers, isn't it, as The Messenger, um, which was, do you remember we streamed at Rob? It was the, um, the game where you're a ninja and it's like a side-scrolling platformer um, style game. And it, like it starts off, you know, in the retro, uh, you know, 18-bit, 6-bit, I, you know, the pixelated style. I don't know the actual numbers and what like that. But it starts off like that. And then as you progress, it's actually, it completely changes everything you'd expect the game to be. It's brilliantly written. It's really funny. The combat and the platform is fantastic. So that's why when I heard about this game, and I was like, oh, they're doing an RPG now. It's like, this is going to be good. Like, if it was as good and as polished as they put into the messenger, this is going to be like top tier so it is top tier mm. i can confirm and you would you would love it i know i really really want to play it really want to play it you can to do it there's so many other things to do at the moment like what like, have you been playing well what have i been playing what's so, your not your game of the year 2023 oh, oh so the game which is <laughs> oh yeah hold on. Here, right, here we go this be good strap yourselves in everybody <laughs> prepare for the list well that i've got i've got two I'd like to talk about for okay. my not games of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, um, which I wanted to just uh, talk about, is Lies of P. Mm-hmm. Um, because I loved Lies of P. I had a really good time with it. I thought the combat in it was really fun. But I think the thing I liked about it the most was how it took like a, a, a story, like a, a classic story, and what they did to the story to make it seem new and darker. But it's already the story of Pinocchio camp has its quite dark moments I've never read the like actual book but I do know it's got it's really dark moments within it and the way that this game sort of sort of touches upon making the world even darker and questioning giving characters slightly different motives but it still makes sense in some ways and stuff like that it was just really cool and I just really like the idea of just you know like Brothers Grimm, isn't it? It's mm. like creepy fairy tale kind of style uh, so first of all the story I was completely hooked on and 
because I was always questioning, like, who do you trust? Who, because, you know, like, just like in Bloodborne, when you talk to people and it's like, oh, please tell me your safe place. And it's just like, yes or no, I'm going to say yes. And oh, no, you killed everyone. Ah. So it has like, you know, moments of like, who do you trust and stuff. Um, and just, I thought it was just, and it looked really pretty as well. I love the world. So I want to say big shouts out to Lies of P. But my, my not game of the year has to be... Like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Which. Uh, I'm really sorry, I should have prepared my shocked face. <laughs> like how you tried, you tried to do a little gasp to be like he, and then the name comes out and it's like. Because, first of all, I think this is just fantastic, but this game um it, it's like a it's like a mini game from the Yakuza series so I did the story and some side quests in around 20 hours but what a fantastic time I had with that and when you say what are you playing now I am still playing the game I'm around just over 30 hours in um because I really want to hopefully get the platinum for it um but the I I don't think I've experienced a game that is just as much of a celebration of a single character as this game mm-hmm. um like I know there have been some people asking like, oh, is this a good entry point to the series? And as much as I would, I want everyone to play these games, but I would actually say this, I personally think this is not a good entry point to the series because it really, you get your, the emotion and just the the thrill of this game from knowing about Kiryu, from knowing about his story and what he's gone through in the games. Um, Because like, as I was playing it, first of all, it takes some place alongside uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, the seventh game. So already there are moments where you see characters talking like, oh, there's this character and his mates and they're going to help us out today. And you're like, that's Ichiban and his crew. I know where they are right now. So it's really fun if you've played Yakuza 7 to see like the other angle and how it all sort of comes together at the end. But the ending specifically to this game, I don't think I've had an ending to a game in a long time that stuck with me as long as this ending did. It was beautiful uh the performance so i played it in japanese um and the performance was just phenomenal i fully just sat there eyes glued and um my boyfriend was just like it's okay the tissue box is right behind you and i fully just like grabbed it and they were tears were just pouring out and i know that i've spoken to other people who know the yakuza series and um as well and they were also just like you know, everyone who I've spoken to said that they have just been absolutely emotional wrecks at the end of this game because it's just so, so good. Um, but even like, you know, the story aside and things like that, the game looks fantastic. It's stunning. It's beautiful. Running around Sotenbori, you just, I like running around at nighttime because then you get all the flashy lights and the reflection in the water. Um, it just looks gorgeous. The combat is really fun. And now you've got an agent fighting style, which is a new fighting style for Kiryu. Um, it's like, I can't help. It's just like silly and over the top. You know, you've got these gadgets like rocket boots, which you can just go into all like audiences, go into crowds of enemies and just fully go and blast them all away. A cigarette, which you can like throw and it's actually an explosive. So you're just throwing it and it goes big, you know, people, big hordes of people just go flying all over the place. Uh, You've got drones as well to distract. And you've got obviously the the watch sort of cable, which you can send, obviously, 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 which you can send enemies flying around. So it's just really fun. Um, There's loads of things to do in the world as well, considering as well that it's a mini version of a Yakuza game. 
Please, I'm saying this, but it's still like, you know, pretty big. Like I said, I've already put over 30 hours into it and definitely there's going to be more hours. Uh, but there's just loads of stuff to do. They've brought pocket racing back, which will like mean not a lot to you guys, but it means a lot to me because it's been a while since I've done a, a, a pocket race. And when they brought it back and Kiryu fully is like, oh, I used to do this when I was a bit younger and then he's doing it again. Um, I fully had an evening where I just sat there had had my dinner. It was pie, chips, and gravy because I was like <laughs> having a great time. I had I, that's I, a great dinner. Right? <laughs> I'm having a great time. What, what flavor was the pie? Screw it. It was a chicken pie. It was a bird's eye chicken pie. Okay. So it was chicken one of chicken pie. Chicken <laughs> pies. So it was a. Uh, it was that. I had my blanket on and I just spent the whole evening just pocket racing, which is. Um, I should probably say what pocket racing is. It's like is it scale electrics like the cars uh-huh. that you put on and they mm. go on the track. It's like that, but you have to figure out what parts and accessories you want to put on your car to make it win and to make it actually go around the course because there's like loop the loops there's grass there's sharp turns jumps loads of things you got to consider um so it's just you know just i've got the biggest smile on my face just talking about this game and i'm still playing it because like you said rob now that you've played your game of the year and you want to play uh, Sea of Stars before Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I want to get the platinum for this game before Infinite Wealth comes out in January because I'm just like, I, I just I just can't put it down. I'm, I just love it. I can play it for a long time. I can play it for a short time. I just love being in this world with Kiryu and what a celebration of the character it was. Fantastic game. It must be amazing being a Yakuza fan. Yeah. You get like five <laughs> games a year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had uh, Ishin come out earlier in the year as well. And, you know, we're fully being blessed. And I was very excited for that game to come out as well. And I finished the story of that, had a fantastic time. Um, so we've just been in all of the, the Yakuza slash now Like a Dragon goodness. And there's still so much more to come. I mean, look at me right now. I'm wearing like my Camarocho hoodie and stuff like that. Look at her. Look at me. <laughs> on this me. audio format. Look at me in this audio format. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I love it. And I'm sorry if I rambled about this game, but just... We oh. expected it, Rosie. It's, it's fine. okay, but yeah. it's like a. It's you gotta you gotta let you go on Yakuza, and you, you need to you get it all out. Let me go. Let me fly. Let yeah. me fly. Yeah, like a pocket racer. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. I, yeah. If pocket racing was a real thing, I would definitely be like hooked on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be. You can get scale electrics out. That's yeah, true. that is true. We'll get some scale electrics and we you can sprinkle race. some grass on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Put some jumps in there. Yeah. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine on the floor right now, we can just, oh, this could be a great pocket pocket uh, circuit course. Just saying. Just saying. I'm up for it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, is Infinite Wealth like Yakuza 9? I know it's not called that, but is that the... No, it's uh, 8. 8. Yeah, so... It's like a dragon... Like a dragon, Infinite Wealth is 8. No, no, no. Is um, Yakuza like a dragon? Is that... Yakuza seven. like a dragon is seven. Okay, so so you had the. Yakuza- no, it's okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> they've basically. Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Ash. Was- yes. <laughs> they've, they've just changed the name of the series okay. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my other thing I wanted to say was Lies of P. I I was looking at. I was well. I was thinking about if I had another cat, what I would name it, and I would call it Grimble. And I was thinking, what, I would call it Grimble because that's from the the Legend of the Guardians at Alzagahul. And in the Legend of the Ardi- Guardians at Alzagahul, the main like legendary hero is called Lies of Keel. And that's all I wanted to say. It reminded me of that. 
I love how you were sitting on this and then I just went straight into the man who wrote his name and you were just like, I am going to say this comment. Yeah, I am. Lice of Giel. I just, I just really, I just want one comment that's like, I love Legends of the Guardians, the Elzegar Hall. Because I do. And I talk about it like re- regularly. What's, what's that? It's, oh my God, it's a Zack Snyder direct. It's basically. It was books first. Yeah. but it's, I've listened to the books. Oh, whatever. So it's, like, not a, it's not a game. It's not no, a game. No, oh, no, it's no. a film. But it, it, Why are we talking about it then? Oh, it's because it's like Lord of the Rings, but owls. Uh, Lord of the Rings, but owls. <laughs> you, Rob, Rob, you got it. He was like, what? <laughs> wait, wait, I like owls. I like, I like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's, uh, you can that... imagine Gandalf as an owl. Like yeah. A yeah. big, grey, bushy-eyebrowed, tawny owl. Yeah. Yeah, well... You would like it. Is it, it, whether it's like Lord of the Rings or, is, or and then not. Then he'd come back as a snowy owl. <laughs> I like that you're backtracking. Like, but you know, if it's yeah. like Lord of the Rings, <sighs> but it's really good. And there is a snowy owl in it, but snowy owls evil. I do. Owls are scary. Yeah, but there's they some are. scary owls. There's some good owls. But there's an owl owls. called Grimble who's like, oh, I'm a little owl, and I just I love him. <laughs> and there's the Sorin who's Australian. And Have we all seen the Rotate Your Owl video? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I just wanted to say that. Owls okay. are great. Very important. And question. I like rotating them yeah. as well. <laughs> that is the one where you just pick them and their head stays. Their like head the stays. chickens. Yeah, but there's like a little song. I can't remember how it goes oh, now. The rot- It's like rotate your owl. Ro- rotate, I think. Anyway, I'll find it. I don't okay. know the song. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, after that little segue, I will yes. ask you your not your game of the year 2023, yeah, David. I probably, I, I mean, I've played loads of games this year. I've been very lucky Humble brag. and enjoyed my time <laughs> on his I, PlayStation Premium. I finished very few because I'm terrible at for that. Um, but the two I want to speak about, are, obviously, I've got to start with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Or, I don't know why I thought you were going to say. Obviously, I've got to start with the Outer Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> That's not 2023. No, I've also played some great games this year that aren't from 2023. But I'm not going to talk about those. But I will. I mean, but Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That was very early in the year. At least it feels... When was it, Ash? Do you remember? When did we... When it we, was early. It was, was early. early in the, in the, very early in the year, right? We, I think we went on our fun little trip to, in March. Yeah. So it came out like... Was it May? It was April, I think. Oh, April, my God. April, May. Okay. It just yeah. feels like a lifetime ago. It was probably around Star Wars Day. Um, and it does feel like a lifetime ago. It was... I had such high hopes for it. I loved the first game and... Um, I was really excited to see how they would how they would what they would do with the sequel. It felt like there was so much promise in the first game. It felt like a new, you know, a, a new Star Wars IP had properly arrived, and um, and it absolutely nailed it. I thought like everything I wanted after Fallen Order is here. There's a whole new ca- cast of amazing characters. It's so much more Star Warsy, and probably the best thing about it for me, apart from the story, I love the story, and it feels very open for a third game. I really hope there's another game in the series. Everything feels kind of teetering on what might happen next, but um, possibly best of all for me was just that once I'd finished the story, there was still so much to go and do. In Fallen Order, there was as well, but it felt much more kind of in service to getting trophies, which is fine, you know, but uh, it was very much kind of like mopping up collectibles, revealing bits of the map. Um, But in Jedi Survivor, there's so much more to uncover that's just fun, just exploration, enemies to defeat. There's this amazing kind of, it's not a mini game, but like uh, just a, feature of the game with the bounty hunters going and and uh taking out all the different bounty hunters in the game and finding you know the open world i think is 
absolutely fantastic because there's like the critical path is is massive, mm. but there's still so much outside of that to do and to see. Um, and loads of it I didn't see playing the story at all. And it was a real joy to go back and kind of just explore them. That feels very Star Wars to me, is that kind of off the beaten path exploration, stumbling across stuff and having these little adventures kind of like outside of the main thing. It was, it just felt like, it felt like almost like, I don't know, like a Jedi fallen order. There was, they was like the first step on this wider journey. And this felt like so much more what I think the developers were going for, like all along. It just felt mm. really, really great. And I loved it. And I'm, I am so excited for the, for the next step. And I think that, uh, if you haven't played Fallen Order, it's still a great place to start. There's so much game there. It's really, really good. The combat is so fun. I've said this to you guys before. If you haven't played either of the games, I think that the combat is really surprising. Uh, I think lightsabers are really hard to do for some reason. I guess it's a bit like swords. In the past, they've just been quite swishy. You just like press a button and sort of swish and off, you know you don't get a lot of feedback from something that I have built up to be like the most amazing weapon of all mm. time like I maybe have ideas above my station about what it should feel like but Fallen, uh, Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor nail it the combat is really deep there's uh, loads of different stances different weapons they have you know they have um, different kind of buffs and debuffs about them you have to learn and you can change it on the fly between enemies it's just really like the combat is just reason enough i think for someone to go and have a go with the game regardless of what you think about star wars and how you know whether that interests you or not it's it's that's probably the ultimate thing i can say about the game is i think whether you like star wars or not the game is great and if you love star wars it might bring something to your enjoyment of the game if you don't care for star wars i still think you'll have a good time it mm. wouldn't get in the way of just it being a really good fun game Obviously, I was going to talk about that. The other game I'm going to talk about is a game that I only played last week. And actually, if you've watched our Game of the Year video, I think I mentioned it as a game I'm hoping to play. I have now played it. I loved it. It's Cocoon. Um, yeah, Cocoon, I believe uh, Emily told me. and But I was getting this idea anyway. I haven't researched <laughs> this. I, believe I just knew. <laughs> it does have that feeling, though, that it's made by the people who made Inside and Limbo. It's very different to those games but obviously there is something about it in that that made me um think that it's very i suppose the th one thing that's really different about it is it's really colorful it's really beautiful limbo and inside are obviously very dark and black and white it's not side scrolly either it's not side scrolly it's more of an isometric kind of a view it's really beautiful um it's a game that tells you nothing it, you only need one button to play it and the left stick there's no dialogue, there's no um, tutorial, there's not a single written word. It's everything is done purely intuitively. And I think it's absolutely incredible game design that you can play the entire game without ever having any of those things. No menus, no words, no dialogue. Just It just trusts you to understand what you're doing where you're going, what you're doing, mm. figure out how the game works. There's such a purity to it, isn't there? Yeah. Like with, um, I have played it a little bit as well, like Limbo and Inside, where it is, you just have to intuit the solutions all the time. Yeah. And it's just a testament, as you say, to how impeccably designed they are, that you're there solving in Cocoon quite sophisticated puzzles regularly. Yeah. 
without anything telling you what to do. Like yeah. it's just, you know, guiding you visually. Yes, and exactly. by design through this experience. And I really don't want to say too much about it because I played it just knowing, just having heard that it was a good game and that I should play it. And I think it's revealing itself to you is part of the joy of it. Um, as I said, because there's no dialogue or no or, or no uh, text, it feels like even more like I shouldn't tell you anything about it too much because if you because it is it is kind of like it revealing itself is part of the experience and to know much about it I think would kind of ruin that it, all I'll say is that it is a, it is ultimately a puzzle game um uh, it's very beautiful the puzzles are can be quite mind bending I think I was talking to Rob about this I kind of liked what you said Rob about for you, this was like a, a reason you needed a little break from it. But for me, it was just so Moorish. was like, it, there's no let up. It's like, there's always a puzzle. There's always the next puzzle. There's not like, and now, you know, spend five minutes looking around and things. It's like, everything is in service to puzzles, even whether you whether you know it or not. And um, I f- just find the, the penny drop moment of each of those puzzles just like really, really satisfying. And... There were a couple of times in the game where I didn't think I was going to get it and just something would click and I just loved that. And again, I think they've just nailed the game design. It feels the perfect level of difficulty where some things will give you pause and you will have to think, but you will get it and that will be really satisfying and then you'll be on to the next thing and you'll learn something that will will help you immediately you know it will put things in a different perspective and perspective is an important word when it comes to cocoon but i won't say anything more than that um spoilers it's it's really really lovely and if you're not sold yet would you be sold on it's a really easy platinum because i got the platinum it probably only took me um i don't know six hours to play the game and get the platinum you could get all the trophies in one go and you could do that without a walkthrough. I think if you just keep your eyes open a little bit, the the more collectible ones that you could miss, you can find. If you do miss any, the it has once you've done you completed the game, it's got an amazing checkpointing system that you can just go back and load and very easily mop them up. So if you're after like just a nice platinum for maybe a weekend or something, highly recommend it. It's great cocoon. No. Oh, lovely everyone. Some lovely uh, answers there. Bash. What about me, you? Me, me. I've had the singular pleasure of being able to write up some video essays on the things that I really enjoyed this year. One being Dredge, which I will champion for the rest of time. I love Dredge. I think it's a really special Lovecraftian fishing simulator, you know? Just yeah, yeah. It's just classic. Everyone. Um, I, I think it's a really special little game and made by a tiny team who've put a lot of love and soul into it. Um, and as a horror fan who likes eerie, creepy things and puzzle solving, um, it does all of those things incredibly well with a unique art style, with procedurally generated, like not even scares, just eerie moments. Um, and that it's got this this constant suggestion of something darker, deeper, nastier, lurking below and around and just in the places you can't quite see. I just think that's so delicious. And what scares me, so to be able to play off that and see it in real time is just, oh, I love it. I say it's in real time. The time goes really fast. It's not <laughs> uh, I, I love Dredge and I have got a, a big chat about it on the channel. I also, my, my not game of the year that I also really loved and the one for this category would be Alan Wake 2 because I just think that's an experience, baby. Like, it's just a cinematic game 
masterpiece that covers the sense of duality and figuring yourself out as well as the world around you, knowing what to trust. It ties in so many different meta things from control, from Alan Wake 1, from, you know, just the remedy verse at large. Like that, you have a character that is, you know, called Alex Casey, who is Alan Wake's creation as a writer that exists both as a detective and as a character in a book who is voiced by the, the voice who did Max Payne and has the face of Sam Lake, the creator of Remedy. Huh? Like, you know I mean? like, come there's, a on. Lot of, there's a tangled web they've woven exactly. there. Exactly. Very clever. But like that character in itself, and also the live action version of Sam Lake is Sam Lake, who is in the talk show for playing Alex Casey in the real world. Like there's like yeah. just 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 that character has that many little red string lines coming off him to put onto your mind place board. You know what I mean? I just think it's so wonderfully thought about it has such a lynchian sensibility to it as well as a great sense of humor as well as some absolutely killer musical pieces like we sing the chapter we sing um which should go as greatest game moments of the year titan fight was one of my favorites best bits yes best bits best bits best bits um titan fight absolutely 100 percent agree that's a best bit we sing in alan wake 2 a best bit 100%. There is even another musical bit later in the game, but I think We Sing trumps it slightly for me just because it has that same ashtray maze um, kind of vibe to it. But the one later is really fun as well. Another game I'd like to mention in this category, um, because I have been able to talk about those two so much this year, is World of Horror, which I don't think you guys will have... I wanted to play this. I've heard of this. Is This Uh, this was in a store I edited as well. This was the the pixelated one, isn't it? Yeah, I made sure to put it in because I've been watching that release date. For something that has been coming out this long, and usually, you know, I take every opportunity to talk about things I like, especially horror stuff. I've had half an eye on this since 2020. Um, like three years I've been waiting for it to come out um, because it's been in like early access in different places it's been basically been brewing up until this main release which has happened this year and it's come out and I've been playing it and really enjoying it and I just feel like I've just been absolutely silent about it and now is my time to speak (laughs) because it's really really good and it is like a pixel art 8-bit horror game that's like it's Junji Ito all over like it is so Ito it's and again it's got Lovecraftian vibe to it where it's things are going wrong there's this like layer across it of cosmic horror where people are transforming and things are happening that shouldn't be but it's not really understandable and you're going to lose your mind and madness is the true enemy but it's this like 8-bit, 16-bit, whatever, you can actually change the art style to, to suit you and change the colour scheme as well, which is really cool. Um, kind of you procedurally generated, um, I can't even think of what the word is, but like scenario generator that you mm. go through where it puts you in the first one. I think it's really, really complicated when you first go in. I nearly was like, I'm going to turn this off because I didn't know how to like do anything. But stick with it and... Um, it does reveal itself like actually a lot better in in the when you go to the main missions rather than just doing the school the school one because the school one can, I was like this is great I love all the I love all the scenes but like I don't know what's going on and then uh, <laughs> when you get into a proper mission and you're playing a character and then you, you go to different areas explore them and have an encounter it's very much like playing a board game and drawing an adventure card right. like that's what it is um, oh, okay. you have to consider it like that where 
I'm going to go to this place and explore it and I'm going to draw a card and see what I'm going to get. And that's the vibe of it. And it's stuff like, you know, um, legends from Japan, like the woman uh, with the smiling face who's like got mm. the scissors. Um, there is one where you're trapped in a house and the house is basically trying to make you stay in there forever and all the doors are disappearing and it's because there's a body in there and that sort of thing. Um, there's like cults, there's all sorts. It's really, really gorgeously designed. I know they're all gross, disgusting things, but like... I love a good monster design and this has really good monster designs, really good ideas. It bases itself off mythology, folklore, all those urban legends and fun things that come from around the world, but mainly Japan, inspired massively by Japan. It's really good. (laughs) And if you like Junji Ito, if you like horror, if you like anything, pixel art, you should definitely give it a go. If you like anything. Yeah. Do you like stuff? Yeah. And you'll love this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you like lettuce. Yeah. Do you like cooking and video games? Yeah. Well, you maybe, can eat it's, things. maybe it's how well this store is edited, but um, yeah. that I like because I like I like Sea of Stars. <laughs> uh, I wanted to play this game. Yeah. So, yeah, World of Horror. So, yeah, yeah maybe it's just I, the store that I like. But yeah, I know I, I really want to give it a go. I paid my own money for it as well. Oh my God. I know. Uh, what? That's how you know it's good. Wow. I paid my own real money for it um also if 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 for some reason you aren't sold the shopkeeper's a dog yeah i know that's not for you but you're already sold yeah i was sold whereas i'm i'm already sold but now i'm even more sold (laughs) the shopkeeper's a little (laughs) same there you go but that that was that's one of the ones that i think um definitely deserves a little shout out this year there's loads of other titles there's loads and i'm kicking myself for not remembering all of them but dredge alan wake 2 and world of horror definitely definitely up there for me. I, well, yeah, and just while we're talking about you, I was <laughs> so it's funny because like what Rob said, like he thought he'd found his game of the year several times yes. this year. One that you've forgotten, I think, but was another one that I think was your game of the year for a while was Blasphemous Two. Yeah, it was. I loved that. I really, really liked it, and I forgot it came out this year because it feels feels like it's like years ago. Uh, another one got a lovely got a lovely uh, essay about it on the channel. So, but yeah, I, I really loved Blasphemous Two. I love pixel art spookiness, mm. I like or I love stylized spookiness. Um, but pixel art, especially, just I feel very warmed to. And the Blasphemous videos where I spoke about that a bit more. Um, but yeah, the also Dead Space came out this year, Dead yeah. Space remake, and I think mm. that's one of the most solid AAA horror games, you know, alongside Resident Evil Four. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's been a great year for games, but it's also been an incredible year for horror, like mm. film wise as well. There's all sorts that's come out. So, Woo! it was also Kayak VR, which <laughs> I had one of my favourite gaming moments of the year was when my wife and daughter, who don't usually play games at all, spent. I took it home, mm. the PSVR two. I was like, I'm just going to have so a little So that's where it went. Uh, <laughs> and my entire evening was completely taken out by my wife and daughter who would not let me back on the thing. <laughs> they were just there playing kayak VR all evening. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a whale. Oh, look, you can look at the penguins. Yeah. That game is amazing. Yeah, it it's gives you proper workout as well. Just a wonderfully serene experience. Mm. One, some of the best video game water I've ever seen. And it's even better because you're in it in, mm. in, in virtual reality. Yeah. But Tales yeah. from Galaxy's Edge almost made me have a little <sighs> tear as well. Yeah. Just getting to hold so many Star Wars yeah. weapon yeah. and and shoot stuff. Do you remember and, GT7 oh. VR, Ash? Oh, my God. When you, made, so when you made the, the wagon, yeah. the, the pink 
Volkswagen. We can't call it its real name. <laughs> 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 yeah, I do. I, I that was amazing. The PSVR two came out this year, which I, I also like. Just in general, yeah. it is also crazy. Yeah, like there's so many good things that have that have come out on it as well. I'm just like overwhelmed. I know. <laughs> but speaking of being overwhelmed, this isn't related at all. Let's move on to comments of the week. <laughs> It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for comments of the week. Oh, I love it when there's four of us. Love it. Yeah, it's so much easier. What a luxury. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm going to introduce this because I haven't done it in ages. Comments of the week. If you're a new listener, you might be. Hello. Comments of the week. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Come on, Clark. Come on in. Uh, Come on in. Come on in. It's really nice. Introduce yourself. Leave a comment if you're a new listener. (laughs) Uh, You can do it on the YouTube channel, so do it over there. And you should also subscribe and like and share. And tell everyone. (laughs) (laughs) The comments of the week are highlights from our community where they have left a comment on a video on social media or any sort of place that has the hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Which we repeat for some reason. But it's just, it's established law. We haven't actually addressed that before that we do that. No one knows. There you go. That's something that happens. It's like cocoon. We don't explain it. Yeah, yep. it just happens. It's it just, just happens. there. Yeah, and you you should join in saying it at home as well. I'm expecting everybody else to be saying it. I think of our live podcast that we did at the the Last of Us, being yeah. able to say hashtag Podsquad. I like <laughs> to think of people Podsquad. in their cars. Yeah, if they're listening to the podcast, I like we did have a comment once, in I think, saying about, hashtag about Someone saying it in their like, car. I want I want to see videos of people listening to the podcast saying in unison Podsquad yeah. and singing along and singing to the along. Yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah. I just thought well, that's what we want. That's See, when you want. said The Last of Us, I was like, I can go to that once. Why haven't seen the live pod squad from yeah. the audience? Well, it was great, Rosie. Oh, it was so really good. I would have loved it. Now, now, if we do a next one, it has to be doubly enthusiastic. I think they filled in your bit. It was yeah, good they, you weren't there. They were all we me. Were like, it was good you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the song and have the audience be me. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Comments of the week. Highlights from our community with the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. Uh, appear across social media, YouTube, anywhere else that you can leave it. Carry a pigeon, write it on the pavement, engrave it onto Rob. Like, Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine don't that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get close enough. It might not Tattoo. be good enough to read out and then yeah. it'd be a waste of Rob's skin. <laughs> like, Let's that, just like, move on. <laughs> I said that like, oh the no. <laughs> anyway, yes. So our first comment is from Jarvis Sensei, who you guys may know. Yeah. Friend of the channel. You guys may know. Um, who says, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. We just got home from our wedding. Yeah! We're absolutely over the moon, but shattered. Perfect time to flop on the sofa and snuggle whilst watching our fave podcast. Ew. Uh, we've been watching Access together for the entire 10 years we've been together. And my bridal party was just full of the Access Army fam I made over the past four years. Absolutely adore you guys. Thank you for giving us so many years of joy and some of the best friends that we've ever had what that's so cool I can't deal with comments that nice I I don't know what to do (laughs) 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 I'm melting (laughs) engrave it on him that is extremely nice that's so wonderful it's lovely I'm glad you had a wonderful beautiful day Jarvis and thank you so much for having us as part of it in like that kind of way you know what I mean like that that I'm just on gas that we're even a little bit thought about in your wonderful lovely it's amazing that we I just don't I don't think I can ever comprehend it but people do tell us that we have brought other people together and that's like the most amazing like lovely thing we've seen it 
We've seen it. We've I know. Yeah, it's still, it still doesn't. It doesn't ever feel real to me. It's so hard to appreciate. And like you said, yeah. Rob, then melting with the niceness of the comment. It's like God. Have we really helped? Were we? Is it? Yeah. We've but just people we've tell just, us we have, yeah. and I think that's just so lovely. I think it's kind of wild because we just sit here and and. Be idiots. I was going to say yeah. guff for some reason. I never said the word guff. We just sit here and chat breeze and like, and then people. I say really thoughtful, insightful things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're talking. Yeah, we about. weren't talking about you, Rob. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> uh, and then people come and and build something fantastic on top of that. Yes. So like that, the access community exists. That Jarvis, you built such a wonderful part of it in the mm. access Discord, which we have the unofficial fans Discord, which you can join. Um, that you know, like that this all exists and that people build stuff around it, like this beautiful little castle on top of access. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic, it and is. it's the access army. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you, and also a huge congratulations as well oh yeah, yeah. whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got another comment from Sam Aston who says hashtag pod squad. Pod squad access family I need to rant since it's coming up to Christmas <laughs> every year at work we do a secret Santa and each year I plead that we all actually keep it a secret this time but within days everyone always works out who has who it annoys oh, me every time I was yeah. wondering if you guys do a secret Santa or something similar yeah. We do, and we have this problem every year, <laughs> and it always, really annoys me. Shout yeah. me! Well, no, no, really annoys me. Because last year you were the you were the only one who was like, I know who everyone's got. I've just figured it out. <laughs> you were just like, I know, I know who they've got. I know who they've got, and then I can put two and two together, and they've got them. Like I do run the secret Santa, so. I can look as well. Really? You can look. <laughs> what? I, can you look? I don't, but I, I have, could. I don't know. I've never known who has got me for Secret Santa. Really? I've never asked, and I don't want to know. Do you like yeah. your presents? That depends who's got them, obviously. No, did you no, like... No, I do like my presents. Well, last year... Then it was me. I actually wrote... You couldn't write, what would you like? So I wrote, like, a, a Magic the Gathering deck, and I just got bought the Magic the Gathering deck. Yeah. So that great. Yeah. Wonderful. But yeah, I don't think you should know. What's the point of calling it Secret Santa if you just immediately, everyone's like, oh, I got you. Oh, yeah. Who I, did you have? I, I hate it. I love that. See, my version of Secret Santa has always been, it's a secret until you give the gift. Like, you don't know who you're going to get a gift from. That's the secret. Right. So, like, you know who's got it you, um, or you can figure it out. Um, but, like, th- yeah, we just, we, we always do it, like, everybody gets a gift and you're like, y- you pick it up and you're like, oh, who's it going to? Who's it going to? And I, oh, I've got you. Like, that's the, I like that part of Secret Santa. I don't think it should be a total secret because I, as I just get too curious. <laughs> I think that it depends who you've got and what you've got them. Mm. If I've got some someone I know well, something I think they'll really like, mm. I want them to know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> if I've got someone I, know I love, so well. I know, if I've got someone yes, I, I know less well and I've, uh, bought it very last minute <laughs> I don't I've want to know that people they've... before in the office Secret Santa who have received gifts they've really liked that they thought were really thoughtful and they asked me if I was the one that got it for them and I always take great delight and be like well no that was not from me yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite um, like Secret Santa we've done in office was when uh, there was one person and bless them they so they ordered it online but it was broken so they had to send it back and everyone else had their secret Santas but they had me and then literally when everyone else was opening they just came up to me and they were like 
I'm really, really sorry. I tried everything my best. I had to deliver it, send it back and stuff. And I was just like, you know what? This, like, you know, she was, she you know felt what? so You're bad. You know what? You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> I was like, no, I bless her. She felt so bad. I was like, honestly, like, it does not matter. Like, it's absolutely fine. She was like, I'm so sorry. It is coming. I'll give it to you. So I was like, honestly, it's fine. <laughs> so that's how I knew one year who my secret Santa was. And to be fair, when it arrived, it was a fantastic secret Santa gift. So mm. like, I mean, I was very grateful anyway. So I, I had a secret Santa. I knew it was Dave because it was bootleg nightmare DVDs. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. I was, was going to try and argue that they weren't bootleg, but uh, I guess they are. I guess they had to be, yeah. Well, I mean, the the DVD cover was literally a white piece of A4 paper with like a blurry printout of the logo on. <laughs> I see. I, just, I think it's, you know, it felt appropriate. It was homebrewed. I liked it. Yeah. I loved it. I have it on whilst I'm cleaning. Um, I, I love nightmare. I mean, secretly, I've, I obviously wanted those for myself yeah. as well. Like, yeah, so I thought they were a great gift. They're honestly an amazing gift because yeah. like, you just, you can't, Nightmare isn't on Challenge that much anymore no. and I don't even watch Challenge that much anymore. So I can't even get Challenge these. I don't know, don't know where you get it now. But anyway. Yeah. My yeah. favourite Secret Santa ever, ever was when someone got you a picture of your house. My own that house. That was Secret Boss. It was Secret It was actually Boss. my old house when I was a, from when I was a student. That's I just weird. loved how yeah, weird like a framed was. picture. How weird and strange <laughs> he it was. He refuses to admit that it was him. But I he know did. it was him. He did admit that it was him. <laughs> oh, he did, did yeah. he? He still, the other day I was talking to, this, to him about this and he was like, it wasn't me. He's admitted it to like, everyone else. I know it was you. <laughs> yes, it was oh very weird. Yeah. Well, that's Secret Santa. And if you like our little Secret Santa conversation, then in our next podcast, it'll be Christmas themed and we will be sharing gifts. So I hope mm. you've all been thinking nicely about, and I have definitely drawn the names, of your gifting. I've been thinking, yes. I've been thinking. Some oh, great gifts. I'm always thinking I, I on never the way. Think. <laughs> okay. Well, wait, did you say something's already on the way? Sorry? Did you say something's already on the way? Yes. I haven't even bought the names out yet. <laughs> I'm just playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, next comment is from Bubblegum Yamper, who says, smashed my platinum goals for the year. Woo! My main goal for 2023 was to work through my backlog, coming in at 36 new platinum trophies so far. Well, One thing left on my to-do list for the year is to finish my first Baldur's Gate 3. Brigade 3 playthrough, I got too excited then. <laughs> um, it's been really fun working through games I completely missed years ago. My backlog game of the year for 2023 is Assassin's Creed 3. Have you guys played a backlog slash older game this year that you really enjoyed? Hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad, yes. Oh? I did. Well, um, loads, actually. I And, it, you know, hearing that comment made me realise just what a great thing the backlog can be. And we talk about this when people, like, pick up a PlayStation 5 or a PlayStation 4 years after they initially launched and, and how jealous I am of the instant backlog you have of amazing games. And we always like to go like, oh, I've got a massive backlog and my pile of unplayed... Yes, all right, Ash, thank you. My <laughs> pile of unplayed games is huge. But it's, like, great because... When you need a game to play, there's so many to choose from and you can have these great experiences. Anyway, one of my favourite games this year was Inscription, which uh, did not yeah. come out this year. Was a recommendation. Uh, was that this year? Oh, my God. Ash. Are you sure? No, I didn't think it came out this year. No, did we Did we play that this year? I didn't play it with you this year. I played it by myself. Yeah. Did you play it this year as well? Well, I just mean you played it not long after I played it. Right. So I recommended it and then you went straight to it. Right, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like... No, it was this year. No, it was last year. It was this year. It was last year? It was this year. Last year? I definitely played it this year. Okay, maybe you did. I played it last yeah. year. Yeah, um, but it didn't come out this year and I loved it. That's basically, I took a long time to say that. Yeah, That's I think it came out, I think it came out last year on console. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 because it was in my 
Halloween tweet. I remember oh. my 30 days of Halloween tweets. You did. When I interviewed uh, Shuhei Yoshida last year, yeah. Um, he was also talking about Inscription yeah. and how he really liked that game. And that was last year. Mm. He also right. talked about Parappa the Rapper. Mm-hmm. He did. My oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding that in there. This year I played um, a game on PS3, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Wow. Which, I loved it. That's I had a amazing. great time. I mean, you know me, I'm always playing the, the retro things, this, that and the other. Um, but this, I played this with my mate Liam and it, we had honestly a fantastic time with it. I thought the, the combat held up brilliantly. I thought it was a stunning game. Like, visually as well um it was like short and condensed and uh also the music i'm still listening to it on spotify at the moment because the music is brilliant yeah it's like yeah really good like you're doing a fight and it's fully like and then stuff like that and then you have these like vocals coming in it's fantastic great fun so that is one in the backlog that i have now done that's a game that came out quite early in my career oh really i remember covering it yeah yeah and it was just interesting to me because I realised I didn't really know enough about Metal Gear Solid at that time to really understand its relationship. Just didn't get it. And it was so different to Metal Gear Solid, it mm. seemed. And I didn't, it was just quite funny. And it's funny that I knew Rob and now probably know how much better how much more Rob loves the Metal Gear series than I did then. And yeah, it's just a very different game. And also the word revengeance is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. I think I, I replayed all the Amnesia games this year. I think that was this year in the run up to the bunker. Um, so I played Rebirth for the first time. Um, a Machine Figs for the first time as well. Machine for Figs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a fig. Um, I played Machine for Pigs for the first time as well. I played The Dark Descent previously. Um, and I really I really liked both of them. I thought The Bunker was the best of them bar Dark Descent though. Dark Descent is top for me. And then The Bunker was really good, really different, um, really interesting. Liked that. And I also like Justine as well. That's another one. There's my there's my order. My order would be, because everybody's asking, is Dark Descent, then The Bunker, then Justine, then probably The Machine for Pigs and then Rebirth. Not that Rebirth's like bad it's just the i like the other ones quite a lot so. mm. i forgot how many amnesia games there are yeah oh very good thank you, hey. thank you. Oh, oh you got it there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I get it. It <laughs> <laughs> the whole time i was thinking is there a way i can cut this off like you cut off uh, yakuza like a dragon with me <laughs> i was just like can i just say like oh no 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 stop there i, but I, I, mean, I couldn't i thought the same thing I, but I don't couldn't. worry actually don't have to do that that's fine yeah like, no, no, we were both just like can we make this joke back at her <laughs> but I just couldn't I the, like the optimum time was when Ash said everyone's been asking yeah, yeah. we haven't let's move on <laughs> so very nearly did say that oh yeah <laughs> all three of us were like how can we do this uh, oh. uh, listeners at home were you thinking I don't want to hear this <laughs> Don't, don't, encourage don't, 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 don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. They're already rude to me. <laughs> we can't all be fan favourite day. How about you, Rob? Uh, I don't think I've actually played anything that didn't come out this year. This year. But I have... <laughs> that was really intense. Sorry. <laughs> it was very clear. But I have been planning, and I'm still planning on playing Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. Now oh, that yeah. the Phantom Liberty expansion has arrived, uh, Chloe in the office continually sings the praises of this game. Yeah. In fact, her whole life is pretty much Cyberpunk. Yeah. That's it. That's I, all there is. I, I am really excited about digging in. So I think after Sea of Stars and probably realistically after Final Fantasy VII mm. Rebirth, yeah. it's cyberpunk time for me. Yeah. So 
let's ask this question again this time next year, and my answer will very likely be Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. I think that's a good a good future answer from you there, Rob. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we're going to move on now. That is the end of the comments of the week section. So we're going to go to, before we go, to pick up any loose bits, basically. Let's go there. Loose bits. Hello. <laughs> Get your loose bits. <laughs> Has anybody been up to anything fun they want to share with the class? Hmm. I've just been, I've been watching stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Haven't you always? <laughs> I do. Apparently I do a lot of watching. Oh, oh, the Devil's Pan was so good. I watched off your recommendation on the yeah. last podcast and just absolutely binged it and oh. loved it. Great. It, you know, uh, in the last podcast, I was probably only two or three episodes in and I feel like, it really gets, it got really good. By the end, I was like, 100% is a recommendation. Yeah. So good. Loved it. And yeah, Ash and I talked about it quite a lot outside of... Oh, I've got a lot of thoughts about Orbit. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of thoughts yeah. and none of them are positive. <laughs> I, think, I think he's a good character. I don't have nothing against the guy, but in the show, I was like, come on, brother. Yeah. Oof. Uh, and I've been watching, uh, there's a show on uh, Disney Plus called, I can do this, it's called Murder at the End of the World, which I've been enjoying. It's Ooh. coming out weekly, so I've only seen the first three. I like how those four words really alluded to <laughs> I, I can do it. So, I can do it. I know the title. It's um, it's coming out weekly, so I've only seen three episodes. And it's made by the people who made the OA. If you, I've only seen the first series of the OA, but I enjoyed it. And it's about... Um, it's about a kind of like a billionaire who invites uh, a group of thought leaders and interesting people to a secret kind of um, uh, summit to talk about how, you know, well, about how they might tackle like climate change and all this kind of stuff. And whilst they're there, there's a murder <gasps> and it's in like an Icelandic, amazing Icelandic hotel. If you, One reason to watch it is just to look at the Icelandic hotel mm. and think, I want to go there. Uh, and it's, it's uh, so far I found it very compelling, really well told, really beautifully shot and super interesting, really interesting characters. It's just getting going. And oh, yeah, that's my, that's my weekly, re- we should change this. We should, this, this before we go, it should just be like, what's Dave watched? Dave's watched some television. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to listen to it. I've started but, um, watching the new Scott Pilgrim show on Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I've, I've, I'm really, really enjoying it. I've only watched two episodes of it so far, uh, but I don't feel as if I can say why I enjoy it without spoiling the big thing about it. Wow. So yeah, so that's I'm so I'm just going to say it's really good. I really like it. <laughs> Do you think that someone, aka me, who's only seen the movie but enjoyed the movie, would could yeah. enjoy it? Okay, great. Because you, yeah. So I think Scott Pilgrim. Is it fair to say that the gen, gen, genuinely people know about? Scott fancies Ramona, but he has to defeat seven evil exes. Yeah. 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 To, that's the setup. Yeah, so that's the setup. It's quite a, I think it's quite a well-known setup for this, for the Scott Pilgrim uh, franchise. So, um, so yeah, like just watch the show and see and see how so it... So it's not that. But <laughs> it, is, it is. It is that. But like I said, I've only seen two episodes, so it is that. But um, but yes, it's very enjoyable. That's all I will say. That's the League all. of Evil Exes. Yeah. I always just remember the one who has vegan powers. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you tried for a while. I liked, yeah. I think I joked to you about that several times Did when, you? when you were a vegan. Yeah. Oh. Well, the show's great as well because if you do enjoy the show, it has all the cast back in 
the animated show the on movie. Netflix. Yeah. So all the actors that are in it, they're all back to reprise their roles and stuff That's like that. Cool. So all the actors from the film. Yeah. They're in the all oh, of them. Wow. All of them. Uh, Chris Evans, Brie Larson. They're all there, like to to reprise their roles. So, that is exciting. Yeah. Because uh, the Scott Pilgrim versus the World was full of actors who I think became mega famous mm. after Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So to have actors of that caliber going back into it now, that is quite cool. Yeah. I might watch it now. Is Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it? Uh. You have to remind me of which Ramona. character. Ramona. Ramona. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I don't remember all the actors' names, but yes. <laughs> is uh, is Michael Sarah? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, that's the name I wanted to say, which but I couldn't too? remember it right now. So that's why I was just like. <laughs> Who does Michael Sarah play? Uh, Scott. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. That's See, right. Scott no, Pilgrim. Right. See, yeah. you trying to catch me there, <laughs> you sneaky sausage Dave. <laughs> Don't use my full name. Turn to stone. <laughs> sneaky sausage Dave. <laughs> I have been watching Gen V. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, I watched it because you said you wanted to watch it. Oh, right. Literally, I just go off whatever should you I, say. Should I watch it? Should I watch it? Uh, if you like the boys, you'll like Gen V. Okay. It's, uh, it's very the boys. I want to say like stuff that's happened in it that I enjoy, but all of it's too rude for the podcast. So it's very rude. Um, but in a good More way. More rude than the boys? Uh, or similar? I mean, the boys is, is it gory? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gory, but like rude. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Yeah. So, rude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anybody... How rude. <laughs> has anybody... That's what Ash says at the end of every episode. How rude. How rude. <laughs> Next. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. It is like, it's gory and it's nasty, but like, there's just a lot of like, um, uh, below the belt conversation and action. And, it, Excellent. Have you, if you've ever seen the Mortuary Collection, there's a nice, there's a nice parallel to be drawn there. Well, that doesn't sound good at all. That doesn't like. No, I've not seen like, that. The Mortuary Collection. Yeah, it's an anthology horror film. It's honestly, it's surprisingly, amazingly good. I say surprisingly because it was like I just didn't expect it to be as good as it was. It's, it's really good. Mortuary Collection. Wow. You can watch that after the boys and go, oh, that's right. what Ash was referencing. <laughs> <laughs> How about yeah. you, Rob? You, th- you thrown in uh, anything you've been watching? I've not been watching anything. I've been. Reading. Oh, the, end the podcast. The Thinking Man's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> the Thinking Man's Watch. No one's going to be interested in this. I've been reading Underland by Robert McFarlane. Still, one, one of the. <laughs> I've only just started it. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of the best books I've read in a very long time. It's great. Is it about Quite. how on the surface of the world we have borders, but actually the world's there's borderless? Oh, shut up with your... <laughs> no. Is that right? Is that right? No, it's not. Uh, it's is, it, good is, is it similar? It's really spooky. Is I it, think you'd like it. Is it about the the natural underground caverns that we can explore and things about the beautiful world of nature, but that are slightly lower than ground level? It's got bits of that in it, yes, yeah, but it's nice. also, it tells lots of stories. All of Robert McFarlane's stories really are about people and places in history, just disguised as nice writing about nature. Mm. Uh, but the Underland is, is very different to any of his other stuff. It's, it's really unsettling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I think you would like it, Ash. Okay. I 
Excuse we'll take that on board. <laughs> I will never read it. <laughs> I may do, though. I listen to Uncanny on your recommendation. I take most people's recommendations unless it's Rosie and Yakuza. And I'm, I, like, I know. <laughs> Me I'm, too. But you, I would like it. The thing is, as well, I've been playing um, The Man Who Raised His Name, and there are, there's a character who defends cats. Oh. And there's like there's so many cats in the series as well. Like <laughs> I've been so many times to message you and just be like, look, there's even cats in this <laughs> game. She's not cats. going to play it, Rosie, <laughs> even if there are cats. Oh, but go on. I honestly, it's it, it's not on purpose. It's just because I know it's massive. Like yeah. when we yeah. played the mini games, like oh, I love mini games. I mm. love silly little mini games in in bigger games. And that um, like a dragon, the yakas are like a dragon. Had had that in it. Um, I was thinking, God, Rosie's really onto something here. And I just I just know <laughs> that it's just going to take my life over if I try and play it. I can't think of 120 hours of game right now. It just stresses me out. Mm. Like Baldur's Gate three, I did not intend on playing for as long as I did. Like I was like. I'll just give it a go I'll go through this main thing and then I was like oh, it's so long I love it <laughs> I gotta play all of it I gotta see everything <sighs> right and on that note let's finish so I can go back to playing some more of it thank you everybody for watching thank you for listening as well if you're not on YouTube and if you are not on YouTube give us a lovely rating on your podcast platform Please. if you are on YouTube give us a lovely comment about your favourite bit of a game. Of a game. Yeah. This year. Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. There bit. you go. <laughs> Let's have a best bit compilation in the comments. So leave one of those to prove that you listen to the very end. Yeah. There we go. There's your... I'm going to start... Oh, I'm going to start initiating that now. Oh, that's prove good. that you listen yeah. to the very end. Hashtag P T What? I, anyway, I'll get... <laughs> I'll, I'll workshop that. Come back again in two weeks for our final podcast of the year. What? Our Christmas wash. special. How is I said time? Wash. How is time? Wash. 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 Good advice. Just good advice. <laughs> we should be advanced for that one. We'll be clean for it. But we'll be back then. So see you in two weeks time. Also on YouTube in the meantime. So go there too. Bye. <laughs>